Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is about that time, y'all. We are live. We are in full effect. Tell your mama, tell your friends, tell anybody who can comprehend. It's showtime. Welcome, welcome ahead to your week ahead with Mama Daughter Astrology Live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. I'm so happy and thankful to be back with y'all again today, to be ahead with y'all again today. Um simply because, <laughs> oh, in Pisces season, you can get real caught up and miss an appointment, let alone be late for an appointment. Uh, I know we're getting started about an hour after we normally do, about an hour and a half, actually. Um, but so goes Pisces season. Every appointment I've had this week has either uh, been postponed, delayed, started late. So it's just that time. I hate to say that, but, you know, it is what it is. It is the sun is in Pisces as of the last one, two, three, four, five days. And we've got about 23 more days to go. Hopefully, um, like the show titles leading up to this time have um, kind of alluded to, hopefully you're living your fantasies. Hopefully you're indulging your imagination and your dreams and, and sleep and rest powerfully so. And um, and uh, sorry, you guys, I'm just I'm double-checking that I can be heard, and I'm also sending out the links. Make sure you are following Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook so you can get the updates for whenever it's showtime, as well as Mama Dada Astro on Twitter and Mama Dada Astrology on Instagram, okay? So you can stay, stay ahead, stay alert, stay informed, right? And I'm just double-checking that I can be heard, and we will keep it rolling. Thank you guys for your patience as I just do a sound check. One of these days really soon, I'll have a radio staff in the whole nine, and they will the, the, te- the techs are going to be the ones to make sure that I can be heard. They'll give me the, the thumbs up that, yeah, you're live, and you're um, being heard just fine. I'm testing it out right now, y'all. Let me just double-check this. I would hate to be recording a show. I've done that before. That's the only reason I double check now. I have actually recorded an entire show or thought I did and didn't record it at all. Looks like it's about to let me hear it. Okay, I'm just going to assume I can be heard. It's, yep, I can be heard. Awesome. Um, it's. Uh, I definitely don't want to go too far uh, without honoring, revering, remembering our divine righteous ancestors to whom without whom we wouldn't be here. So thank you, thank you, thank you for them. Um, and to our fearless leader here at the Inner Peace Lighthouse and my astrology coach, Brother Ampu. <laughs> Big up, Ampu. We appreciate you so very much, Ampu, for just making this all possible. This has been quite the journey and learning experience for myself as well as so many countless others that are being positively affected 
um, by just listening to this show every week. It's amazing to hear back from you guys and to hear testimonies and to see the screenshots of, of people who have retweeted or shared or, you know, reposted or just uh, uh, somebody shared a screenshot with me that they had literally that somebody was asking about readings and they typed, you know, typed in a comment response to them, you know, have you checked out Mama Dada? And I got to connect with some really cool people that way. So either way, you slice the Astro Love gift. Thank you so very much. Thank you, precious, consistent listeners, just for sharing and just for sharing with me your appreciation. It makes me want to come back every week, even if I'm an hour and a half late, to make sure, sure, sure that I keep y'all up to date on the astrological occurrences in the week ahead and how it can potentially affect you and how you can maximize the opportunities inherent within them, inherent within you when you know how to tap into these energies and vibrations on their, at their highest potentials. Whew. I'm just living it, you know what I mean? I, I was talking to y'all last week about, you know, fuck fear and, you know, facing your fears. and it's just, it, it hasn't been easy. Oh, my God, it hasn't been easy. But it has been so worth it to look each and every fear that wants to jump on my back in the face, in the eyes, and say, <laughs> do my little bet. The moon's still waiting, y'all. I'll do a banishing ritual or a banishing finishing spell on something or some someone it and not a, a like the like you hear that and it's not a flesh and blood thing so it's not against that person it just may be this is Pisces season this is spiritual season this is energy season first of all we cannot afford not if you're actually trying to manifest something we cannot afford to entertain low vibrational entities not for two Second, watch who you are around when you are engaging in escapist activities, okay? It's not a joke. It's not a game. If you are, if, if you like to drink and you're opening your energy and your spirit up, your aura up by drinking, make sure you're not around low vibrational entities while you're doing it. If you have other forms of intoxication that you choose and escapism that you choose to engage in, make sure that you are protecting yourself, your energy, your aura, your um, just your spirit. Okay, this is it's very real. Also, I want y'all to keep in mind this is the season of losing and forgetting things. If you're gonna <laughs> lose or forget something or be like completely absent-minded, it would be now. And so I want y'all to just um, uh, keep in mind to um, just pay attention as much as you can. And, and, and not living in fear and anxiety helps a lot too because you're not so anxious and you're not so um, frazzled and you're not so kind of out of it. That's why you need to watch your intake of uh, any intoxicants at this time. If you're if, if if you're engaging and participating in activity like that because you just want to and it's you know it's not like because you need to or because you can't really have a good day without it, that's when it's low vibrational because everything you need you already have it. You don't need to go buy it at the corner store, okay? And so um, if you're just if it's just 
you know, something in passing or something that's really light and not heavy, I think it's fine right now. But please, by all means, watch the, uh, your intake of uh, and substances that uh, you may choose to utilize for escapist purposes, okay? This is not that time you want to be indulging like that, overindulging like that, okay? Um, last week's show, I believe I hit most everything. I did listen to last week's show. That's what I'm telling y'all. I listened to the show myself throughout the week at different times when I just feel like I need a reminder or whatnot of what what's going on energetically. I definitely wanted to apologize for all all of our listeners who are astro buffs. I know I got some mama's babies that'll let me know in a minute. But mama daughter, isn't this coming up and isn't this coming up? I'm like, dang, y'all ahead of me. Hold on, hold on. I'm catching up to (laughs) y'all. But I did notice that last week I did not mention in our current week uh, a couple of different alignments. Uh, um, I would call them minor aspects, especially when you're considering the magnitude of the solar eclipse in Pisces we have coming up here on our very first day in our week ahead on Sunday. Uh, which we're covering in the week ahead, February the 26th, Sunday, through March the 4th, Saturday, okay? Uh, But today, for instance, today Mars exactly squared Pluto. And and the thing is this, I figured this out by Thursday of last week, but I only get to come on the air once a week. So I have to wait an entire six days. to tell y'all, you know, to update you guys on anything I may have missed, which I normally never do. But I'm telling you, I think it was a little bit of that Pisces haze, although the sun wasn't quite in Pisces yet. It was just two two days off by the time I figured this out. But I just missed it. I just missed it. I was just, I had total vision. I didn't recheck my notes, and I apologize, okay? Y'all know if I do miss something, I'm definitely going to come back and tell you that I Miss it. I, I thrive on accuracy. I have Virgo fourth house, <laughs> so I'm real. I'm really at home, at, in my core, with being <laughs> precise, detail oriented. You know, so I'm gonna make sure that I get it right for y'all. Okay. So with the Mars square Pluto alignment, man, observations on that one. Golly, I was headed to an appointment yesterday and. Because you see, it was it was exact at three o two a.m. Central this rising, and so yesterday it was coming closer and closer to exactness, and it was real strong. It was real strong, y'all. And I must have passed on my way to my appointment three or four different accidents. I know that was no coincidence. Mars, um, of course, is that aggression. Okay. Mars is that sex drive. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell when folks not getting none or they not getting good satisfying. Uh, they're not. Their sexual energy is not being satisfied. I don't mean out here just with any and everybody, especially when you want to talk about low vibrational um, ways to express that sexual energy. I'm talking about soul-satisfying sex, which I told y'all in this season, this ain't the time. If it's not high vibrational, if it's not soul-satisfying sexual relations, 
don't do it. Don't do it. Now, after the spring, <laughs> after spring starts March 20th, I, can, I don't know. I can't say. You know, that'll be, <laughs> uh, you know, energetically feel free because it'll be airy season, the season of sex. I mean, come on. Aries ain't sitting around waiting on some soul-satisfying partner. They're probably just going to go for what they know. But um, definitely now, definitely um, as we wind down the winter season, uh, we're coming up on the last 21 days. I'm definitely going to tell y'all what I came up with for the 21-day challenge. I have already gotten myself started well on my way, and I'm enjoying it already. This is not a 21-day challenge that you don't want to do. This is a 21-day challenge that you want to do. You want to challenge, hence the word challenge, you want to challenge yourself for what? Because that, the challenge is a Mars keyword while we're talking about Mars square Pluto that, that is exact today. Mars and Aries love a challenge. They, they, they thrive in the context of a challenge. So this is a divine, and, and and I'm starting the 21 day challenge. Come on, y'all, y'all know I I'm I don't know all this for no reason. I'm putting it into strategic practice. We are starting our 21 day challenge on the day, the 27th, on the day that the moon goes into Aries next. Once again, Mars ruled energy. We got the very moon in Aries to set us off and start us off in this. Um, 21 day challenge because guess what Mars and Aries come to win they love a competition they that's the and you know aggressiveness is a low vibrational manifestation of Mars but assertiveness is a high uh, vibrational manifestation it's going to take the assertiveness of us what I tell y'all about Mars Mars not waiting for no invitation <laughs> Mars is ready stays ready to go Mars can be impetuous and impulsive and impatient. So this is that energy. We we can't wait another second to manifest our goals, dreams, and desires. We're we're impatient, impetuous, and uh, and just anxious, ready. You know, we the early bird getting the worm type stuff over here. So that's what the 21-day challenge is going to be all about. I'm going to mention, uh, wrap the show up um, with all the details in that, and I've uh, updated the website. So those who are ready to plug in and participate, uh, just pay $9 for the whole 21 days and get all the support, encouragement, accountability, and a file to where you can fill in the 21-day sheet yourself, typing it in, or the file where you can print it out and write it in. I've already got the file put together for you, you just print it out, or if you don't have access to print it out, I send you the um, Word file and you just type it in and keep track um, electronically, okay? So, yeah, Mars square Pluto, all these accidents, I, I was determined. I said, I'm not going to be one of them. I refuse to be one of them. So I heard every accident I passed, I heard Minister Judith's voice in the back of my head saying, don't look at it, don't observe it, don't give it your attention, don't pay it any of your attention, don't feed it with your observation of it. So I just kept my eyes on the it, – it's still a conscious thing that I have to do, but I kept my eyes on the road in front of me. I kept my mind focused on where I was headed and what I had to do at my appointment. So 
I made it through. High vibrational Mars, I was getting stuff done, knocked off my to-do list. Um, I did encounter some low vibrational Mars, Pluto energies, Pluto, the Pluto, the Mars Pluto squares where the power plays can come in, and and the dom, the games of domination, who runs who within the context of your relationships, people you um, come in contact with, people you see the, the the manifestation of all these accidents. I'm sure these people on the road, on the highway, were trying to prove who who's the top dog. I'm not going to let you over. I'm going to, you know, come over really hard over in front of you or how, I don't know how the accidents ended up happening, but you know that there was that margin aggression and the whole power play um, coming into uh, the situation. You just know it was. People aren't getting into accidents because they're, you know, driving the speed limit and letting people pass them. It's that. Mars brings the potential for these accidents when you are riding around with pent-up energy that you haven't let out. You mad at 85 people but won't say it. You need, you want some sexual, you want your sexual energy to be stimulated and released safely, but you are, you just watch porn all the time and jack off, which clearly is not helping. <laughs> so... I mean, this is, and this is how the accidents can happen. You don't, nobody plans to get into an accident, but it's those who are vibrating low enough on that in, in the areas that Mars and Pluto has governorship of where these potentials for accidents end up meeting them right where they are at. So where are you? Where are we? Okay, y'all, um, in the current week, I'm going to get to the week ahead here in just a couple of minutes, just wrapping up the current week we're in. Um, the moon right now clearly is in Capricorn. Yes, Capricorn. Whew. It's, it's, it's like I told y'all last week, it's time to get down to business for sure. Um, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, and Saturn is the the reaper <laughs> reaping what you sow what do you deserve have you been working diligently and responsibly and then being mature and have you uh you know are you on top of your stuff are you handling your business we're emotionally satisfied through Thursday rising 11:17 a.m. central uh, before the moon enters that's when the moon enters Aquarius the next sign but through through then, we are going to be emotionally satisfied to put all of our energy, emotions into work, organizing, um, structuring our lives, okay, building something of substance, okay, and value. Um, the moon goes void uh, tonight. The moon goes void tonight, 9.24 p.m. Central through that 11:17 a.m. on uh, tomorrow when the moon enters Aquarius, <laughs> the sign of breakthrough, the sign of breaking out and breaking free, and the sign of change and newness. Okay, the newness that comes from change. Gotta love it. Um, an air sign, Aquarius. So uh, communications, information, intelligence, social networking. Um, um, technology, um, networking period with groups that you associate with, um, all kinds of friendships, all kind of activities like that. This is going to be, while the moon's in Aquarius from Thursday rising 1117 through 
Saturday evening, 6.24 p.m. Central. So the moon's in Aquarius a good majority of the weekend. This is that weekend to consider the group activities, you know. And Sagittarius is more about religion, and Aquarius is more about having fun and hanging out and, and, and connecting um, ideas and connecting uh, with people who that think like you and ha- are, uh, who share the humanitarian impulses uh, or, or um, humanitarian um, uh, entities that you are associated with or that are close to your heart, okay? Humanitarian causes, that's what I was trying to think of. Um, so that's, that's the, the energy uh, through the rest of the week. The moon does enter Pisces on, um, like I said, Saturday evening, 6.24 p.m. Central, and so then you know it's, it's, it's time, it's time, it's about that time. Also, I want y'all to consider while the moon's in Aquarius, the sign right before Pisces where we're having this solar new moon eclipse, woohoo! that that final sign before the sign it's going, we're going to have this major lunation in like this solar eclipse that this is where a lot of karmic stuff can happen because it's, it's, it's considered the 12th house, technically the 12th house, prior to that first house where the lunation is going to take place, just like your, your solar return or your birthday. The, your, your birthday season, let's say you're a Taurus, right? So Taurus season is your birthday season. Well, the season right before Taurus season, called Aries season, would be your 12th house season. In your 12th house season, a lot of karmic things can occur because you're literally tying up uh, the loose ends from one solar year and preparing energetically to embark on a new one. So this, the same kind of energy persists when there's a major lunation going on, okay? Um, Think of Pisces, this Pisces uh, new moon solar eclipse as like a birthday season. And the moon being in Aquarius right before the moon goes into Pisces is that 12th house season where a lot of karmic things can occur that signify, I mean, I'm telling y'all because I want y'all to be on the lookout for it, right? Between Thursday afternoon and Saturday night, there can be some really karmic occurrences especially pertaining to all those Aquarian things that I mentioned. Aquarius also governs former lovers, so that too. All right. Um, Saturday, the moon does go void in Aquarius at 12.11 p.m. that afternoon. And so from 12.11 p.m. that afternoon until 6.24 p.m. that night, the moon is void. So Saturday at least afternoon to early evening, it is not the time for those first dates. It is not the time to, uh, you know, I wouldn't do like a major presentation of ideas to anyone. I wouldn't start anything new. This isn't the season or the time to be starting anything new. You're damn sure not starting anything new at the final, final, you know, midnight hour uh, right before a solar new moon eclipse, but you're you're as close as you're going to be to the territory and energy where you can start something new, which will be officially in our week ahead. I'm about to tell you that right now. Um, Saturday, February the 25th, 5.07 p.m. Central, the Mercury enters Pisces, okay? And so the Mercury is going to join the sun. They are heading toward an alignment, Um 
actually, they align, I want to say, no, they don't align next week. I thought they aligned next week. Um, They're going to be getting really close because the sun aligns with Neptune next week and Mercury aligns with Neptune next week. So in the week after that, I'm sure the sun and Mercury will come together. Um, but Mercury is um, getting really close to joining um, the sun in Pisces. And so, once again, this being the season, Mercury joining, Pi- joining the sun in Pisces just means that our minds are going to catch up to the sun. But the sun is already there putting the focus, you know, um, uh, putting our attention of our wheels. Um, and our ego onto these Piscean things, okay? With Mercury joining it, that's just get that's aligning our thinking processes. It's like getting your mind right uh, or mind aligned with the energy of where the sun is, which is currently in Pisces, okay? And so that occurs this coming Saturday evening. And so our communication style is going to be affected uh, when we're talking about Mercury, as well as those thinking processes. And they're going to be aligned with more Piscean things like, you know, colors and emotions and intuition and imagery, okay? Um, It's going to be really creative and spiritual, okay? So uh, Mercury uh, uh, transiting Pisces is going to be best for people who are already mentally and um, communicatively aligned in these areas, like healers. They're already aligned with intuition and emotion and imagination and visual um, imagery, okay? Not only healers, spiritual seekers, okay? Artists, poets, musicians, okay? Um, and so this is going to be a really beautiful time. That's why it, this is not the energy where we're pinning a lot of things down, where we're calculating a lot of facts. I mean, even for me, y'all know, <laughs> I love, that's one of the things I love about astrology, but the, but the, the thing about astrology that's so beautiful is as much as it, as it is the science and as much as it is the mathematics and as much as it is the exact of knowing when an alignment is going to occur. It is the beauty and it is the power of art and creativity and spirituality. So this is this is the season to de- delve into and dig deeper into um, astrology. Your astrology would be best. That's the that's the easiest way to learn astrology is to relate it to you. How does Mars relate to you? Where is Mars in your chart? How, what is your personal relationship with the planet Mars? In Pisces, you with the sun being in Pisces, Mercury being in Pisces, you, you should consider what is my personal relationship to the constellation of Pisces, to the planet Neptune that governs Pisces, to the 12th house where Neptune and Pisces have governorship, I'm telling you, it's coming up. I'm about to, uh, now I miss telling y'all about the Mars-Pluto uh, square, but that's one of the benefits of being a mama's baby. My mama's babies found out shortly after I realized I didn't put the information into last week's show 
I sent them a personal email telling them about Mars Square Pluto and how they can make sure that they fly high above any BS and make sure that they utilize this Mercury uh, Mars Square Pluto to their highest advantage. We don't get caught slipping around here. We know about stuff ahead of time, and we prepare to dominate these energies masterfully, and we ain't missed the beat yet, okay? Definitely um, hit up the episode information for today's show if you are interested in uh, the 21-day challenge, but also the subscription service. Uh, If you want to become a mama's baby, there's a link for that in the episode information below. You're going to get the weekly um, transit reports every week. You're going to get a weekly phone call with me for an hour to talk about your astrology specifically and how it relates to, of course it relates, it relates every single time without fail. Um, But we're going to talk about how your particular astrology is playing out in your life and how you can, you know, how you can manipulate and maneuver with these energies to get the results that you want instead of the results that you don't want. (laughs) Um, While Mercury is in Pisces, if you can't already tell a little bit from the sun being in Pisces like it is right now already, um, miscommunication is highly possible. When it's the season of intuition and, you know, imagination, um, you can misread people. You can, um, not if you're in tune with your intuition, you can't, but if you're vibrating low um, or around others that are vibrating low, there is a lot of room for miscommunication, for chaos, for confusion, okay? Um, This is the season to kind of read body language, you know, and to kind of, not kind of, but to read body language and to um, intuit. Your intuition, that's why, I, that's why I, I titled the other shows not only about the dreams, you know, and all that stuff, but about the fears in Pisces. Because if you don't trust your own gut, if you don't trust your own intuition, then you can be tossed to and fro. You can be carried about with every wind that blows, Okay. Um, this is a season, like I said, of easily forgetting things or showing up late or um, um, uh, losing things, okay? It's not, it's, you're speaking from your heart and your gut. You're living from your heart and your intuition right now, not your brain. Your gut is going to tell you if you forgot something. Your intuition is going to keep you on point and tell you, mm, don't turn that way today, turn this other way. And you, you may never know. It may be hidden from you. Pisces is the, is the energy of hidden things. That's why I govern spirituality and imagination. Can you see it? Can you touch it? Can you pin it down? No. It's in Pisces. So it's not about things making sense. It's not about uh, finding, you know, the right words. It's about tuning in, tapping in, turning on. That's why it matters what you believe right now. If you believe that shit happens, then you die, you will live that reality, I promise. If you believe life is a bitch and then you die, you're going to live that. If you believe that, well, you know, 
people do get into accidents. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm I'll take that risk every time I get in the car. If that's what you believe, that every time you get in your car that you risk being an accident, that will be your living reality. Hence the 21 day challenge. We are using this energy to our benefit instead of our detriment. You will find in the 21 day challenge that you will have an opportunity to, to list 10 things to avoid, 10 things that are not in alignment with the frequency that you say that you want to be on, okay? And that may include stuff like negative self-talk. I'm such a loser. Golly, I'm so stupid. I do stupid stuff all the time. I can't believe I'm that stupid. Come on now, don't act like y'all don't talk to yourself or haven't talked to yourself this way. Because I've heard y'all, I've been on the phone with you when you do it, and I and all I can do is encourage the person that I'm listening to. If I were you, I would reframe and reshape the way that you talk to yourself. Because this is the kicker: you believe it. You're gonna believe. You're gonna mess around and believe everything you say to yourself on a consistent basis. I used to say the stuff. That's why I'm saying it now. That, that used to be my go-to phrase. When when stupid stuff would happen, I would just be, I wouldn't take responsibility. I would just be like, life is a bitch, and then you die. Like, really? I can't even believe I used to say that, and now I can't even fathom saying it and meaning it because I know that life is a gift. Now that I know, now I know that life is something to be treasured and to be thankful for. Life is such a beautiful opportunity to live in the overflow and the abundance of love and prosperity on a regular. It's not a joke. It's not a game. Hence this 21-day challenge because for every one of you that choose to participate, whether you sign up or not, if you choose to participate in this exercise I'm leading you through, when I say leading, I mean I'm doing it too and then started already. That's, that's how ready I am. <laughs> I've started already. I have the document ready to send to y'all to fill in and go ahead now and start getting your mind right for the 27th when we set off on a 21-day journey that's going to position us at this spring equinox, to spring forth, shining. To spring forth in our highest and best selves. To spring forth into the energy of everything we say that we want. We're not going to chance it. We're not going to risk it. We're not going to hope for it. We're not going to uh, take a, a chance that it might or might not happen. We are going to align ourselves with it so we ensure that it happens. Okay? That's Mercury and Pisces. Um, I'm not going to give you all the horoscopes on that because they're going to kind of be read into these solar eclipse horoscopes that I'm going to give you all here in just a second. We are officially moving into our week ahead. Uh, we start the week out Sunday with that moon in Pisces. Um, and before I get to the deep, the juicy, come on, Pisces. Y'all know Pisces uh, Pisces governs water. It's, it's a water sign, large bodies of water. So uh, it's going to be juicy. It's definitely going to be juicy. And before I get started on the week ahead, and we've got, a good amount of time left in the show. Let me go to the phone line. Shout out to Jessica and Lisa from last week's show. 
I got to talk to both of them off the air. We we got to build, and we really got to put some stuff in the air, in the atmosphere that I believe both of them are going to continue to reap tangible results from. Uh, but thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Lisa, for entrusting me with your personal information, for entrusting me um, and, and providing me a, a divine opportunity to, to shine, to continue to shine, and to show you to how y'all already shine and how y'all can uh, further enhance uh, in opportunities that are inherent within you, inherent within your natal chart, inherent within the times that we're living in right now and that we're setting off for the next six months. Shine, shine, shine like we have never shown before. This is it's just amazing. Y'all y'all can tell energetically from the shows I've been doing leading up to this that the, I don't, I told y'all last week and the week before, I don't know why I'm so excited. I don't know. I just know that I am uh, – Neptune is really predominant in my chart. Here in the week ahead, I'm going to break down this sun-Neptune alignment when the sun conjuncts Neptune. I have that in my natal chart. And so maybe because I'm having like this sun-Neptune conjunction return, I'm feeling like it's my birthday. Y'all know Jupiter rules Sagittarius, so y'all know I'm a Sag, but Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces, too. So I really am kind of feeling like it's my birthday here in Pisces season, too, because Jupiter rules both. So I don't know exactly what to pinpoint it on. It's Pisces season, so y'all know I'm not going to try to pin down or pinpoint anything. Y'all see I started the show an hour and a half late. But what I am going to do is continue to do the very things that I'm uh, encouraging you guys to do, which is go with the flow, which is to remain calm and peaceful and meditative, uh, to practice, continue to practice extreme self-care. That's why I say don't be around no low vibrational people right now because you can't afford to get out of your alignment with all that is high vibrational Pisces meditation and prayer, spirituality, um, uh, forgiveness. Oh, wow, forgiveness. Surrender, my favorite. Oh, it's acceptance. Okay? Let's go ahead and check in. I've got caller from the 631. You're live and on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Yes, hi, thanks for taking my phone call. I didn't know if you were doing readings or astrology readings. or. I don't do readings on the air, but just like I talked with Jessica and Lisa last week, I can take down your information. What's your name? Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you so much for calling, listening, and participating in the show. I really, really appreciate it. Um, You're welcome. What are you? What's your? What are you interested in? What's your concern? What's your question? Uh, what have you heard so far? In the I'm show going on a job interview on Monday. I want to see if I'm getting Monday that. Monday's a job interview. And then and, if and I'm, you know I'm working, I can't stay. And if I put out the applications out, if you see any of those, getting those jobs, I'm working now, but it's just not for me. And about love life, mm-hmm. if you see a significant other coming in, those two things. So career and love. Yes, something different, haha. Okay. <laughs> okay, something different. You are just in time for something different. Do you know that it's eclipse season right now, Suzanne? I do. Okay, awesome. So then you definitely know that this is the season 
especially as things are wrapping up with the uh, Leo full moon lunar eclipse that we just had on the 10th, and things are about to really get revved up as of the 26th that I'm about to talk about in our week ahead concerning the solar eclipse. I definitely want you to listen out for your signs. Do you happen to know your sun, moon, and rising signs, Suzanne? No. Okay. Uh, when When's your birthday? October 5th. October 5th, that should make you a Libra. And so I'm the first one to... Okay, you know that... You, okay, so Libra's going to... It's what's called your sun sign, okay? Right. And so... Uh, you definitely want to listen out for that. Um, I can get back with you uh, tomorrow on the career and love, and I can also tell you, you know, complimentary uh, what your uh, moon and rising sign are because those will be wonderful things for you to listen out to. It gives you a more well-rounded and accurate, energetic description uh, for your horoscope if you listen out for all three. As a matter of fact, just because you are a woman, your moon sign may end up being more significant or resonating with you even more than your Libra sun sign. So that's definitely something interesting I learned as a woman learning astrology, so I thought I would share that with you. Um, I Hi. did record your number. Yeah, I recorded your number. Is it okay that I contact you back tomorrow and we can dig a little deeper? Sure. I might be in and out okay. all day, but... No problem. I, we can play phone tag till we get each other. How about that? <laughs> sure. Thank you so much. No problem, Suzanne. Thank you. I'll put you back on hold to keep listening. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace. All right. Um, definitely, I know Suzanne's going to be interested in the horoscopes for the week ahead because what I tell you guys that is very specific for your sun, moon, and rising sign is going to be just like the lunar eclipse in Leo that was on the 10th. That information is going to be good for the next six months. The the astrological event that is the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces occurring on Sunday in our week ahead, the 26th at 8.59 a.m. Central is going to be an alignment that is affecting us all energetically for the next six months. This is not happening in a vacuum. What's going on in your life this week is not happening in a vacuum. You can pretty much everything within, in between February 10th and February 26th is impacting you from six months ahead, and it's impacting how you are wrapping up from the last six months. Okay, very critical time, very pivotal time. Um, let me go ahead and call her from the 305. You are live and on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Mama Dada, peace. Um, I'm loving Hi. your energy. I love your – I'm feeling really good, and I'm loving all this. I've been studying astrology Hi. for many decades, and I think this is very pivotal oh, for cool. me because – the sun and the moon at 8 Pisces. I'm looking at the um, a chart right now mm-hmm. for me. My north node is mm-hmm. 13 Pisces. Whoa, in the look 11th at that. house. And all these things about children are coming up for me. And my north node's in Pisces, my south node's in Virgo, opposite, you know. And when we had the full moon, it was um, conjuncting my Venus. And I've been praying to God for my partner 
come. And he's mm-hmm. supposed to be mm-hmm. from a past life, you know, a long time ago. So when you were discussing mm-hmm. magic, 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 and I'm a Cancer mm-hmm. with Uranus, Mercury conjunct in Cancer. Oh, exactly. Sun, Mercury, That's Uranus, awesome. exactly like nine degrees Cancer, five degrees Cancer. So, so this I is all trining you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. that those are the gifts that fall into your lap. So just by you being in alignment with it energetically, having a conscious awareness of it, I believe that puts you in more, even closer alignment. That's what I found in my experience, just studying astrology and having a conscious awareness of where things kind of are and where my stuff is natally and and then just choosing, even if that's why I don't believe in, you know, that anybody necessarily has a crappy birth chart because even with a so-called crappy birth chart, you can choose to engage these energies on whatever vibration you would like. So I'm loving yeah, that. Yeah, well, you, I'm you're always, naturally... yeah, oh, yeah, I'm always thinking of the highest of spirit, always. And, you know, Uranus yeah. is 21 Aries, trining my Venus, exactly. Mars is 21 Aries, trining my Venus, exactly. Venus is 12 oh, Aries, <laughs> trining my Jupiter, I mean, conjuncting my Jupiter. So everything is like just blessings. And I'm going to be doing an art show on Saturday in a new area down in a big park uh, hitting a lot of people from cruise ships that are going to be coming in that direction. So it's all international energy by the water. What's your name? My name is Eileen. Eileen's, um, yeah, Eileen Seitz, S-E-I-T-Z. Eileen. Yeah. Eileen, okay, I just, I did, I was been talking, I didn't even get your name. And uh, what area is your art show going to be in? It's in Miami. Oh, Florida. Okay. And that's com- Miami, Florida. And that's coming up, wonderful, that's coming Saturday. up when? This Saturday, Saturday. it's just okay. a one-day oh, event. Oh. But, you know, I was now, just, are you um, go ahead. Go ahead, please. No, it's okay. No, I was just going to ask if you were reading into these alignments that are coming in contact with your Venus, uh, just the love or the partnership aspect or the money aspect as well, because you're talking about this um, event that you're putting on, and I'm thinking about the Venus, Venus as it relates to that money and values and valuables and the money that you're bringing in. Yes, it's been and, picking you know, up finally. You said Uranus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uranus, Aries, Jupiter, my my moon is in Aries, and my Jupiter is in Aries in the 12th house. So everything is in my 11th, 10th, 11th, 12th house right now, this quadrant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's your time to shine. Do you see that? Totally, because I was I have, just yeah. chosen as a, a festival poster artist this past weekend. Out of like 150, 200 artists, they picked me. Oh, my goodness. That is so funny. That sounds like a friend of mine, too. What's your sun sign? I have to know. Sun, five degrees Cancer. Mercury and Uranus are nine degrees Cancer, all in the second house, and Mars is in the second house. Oh, my goodness. What about that? What about your moon and ascendant? Taurus rising. Mm, My moon's in Aries at 29 in the 12th house. Oh my goodness! Yeah, your moon is in um, 
your moon's in Aries, his sun's in Leo. Y'all are both artists. They're both fire signs. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of similarities going on. And then even with your chart and my chart, I've got a lot of stuff going on in those 10th and 11th houses, and I've definitely been thrust into the spotlight in many ways and um, potential for success. That 10th house talking about success and rewards and recognition and, and, and the public, right. you know, it's just, So you have got what you have to do is you have to call back in and update us next week on how it all went because we would love to know. Do you know about star seeds? Do you know about star seeds and the and the degrees like thirteen degrees, nine degrees, twenty two degrees, eleven eleven degrees, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven degrees? You haven't heard about that? I hadn't. I hadn't heard it in that context. I've heard of the um, term star seed. I hadn't heard it in the context that it relates to particular degrees. Yes. Ariel, okay. on, um, you can, char- char- uh, uh, what should I say, like research her, Ariel, Ariel, and she does star seats for $25, and you can see if you're a star seed. And if you have all these degrees in your chart, you definitely came in here because I'm lined up with, uh, Mother Mary and Jesus, and it's all about service. My north node's at 13 degrees Virgo Pisces, so I was doing it before, and I'm doing it again. Oh, my goodness. You know what, um, Eileen, I've come across so much excellent information in the last week. Even I've been reintroduced to the 13 signs astrology, and I, it was undeniable. I couldn't even, I don't subscribe to it as far as I know, Brother Ampu doesn't either, but the information even on a fucus and the 13 signs were undeniable even as it related to my chart in that, um, you know, that type of astrology. So I definitely encourage everyone who's listening to if Starseed um, charts or astrology interests you, by all means, look into it. Um, What I have found personally is that they don't contradict each other. They may be called different things. They may use different terminology but the energy is pretty consistent. So, yeah, yeah thank you so much probably for all, that. Yeah, idea. connecting and overlapping mm-hmm. and just what it is, exactly. it's just more extensions on the circle of life, you know? Yep. Oh, yes, I agree so much. Thank you once again, Eileen. I'm glad that um, the listeners have your information as far as uh, being in uh, Miami on this Saturday that there's an art show there. Um, did you want to mention It's a jazz festival, okay. too. No, it's a jazz festival, and then they're having a small group of artists as well out on the street, you know, like the setting up. But, um, yeah, and then there's other big festivals in Miami and in other parts of Florida. This is our season. Wonderful. It is. Well, thank That's you. That's what I was just mm-hmm. about to say. Yes, good luck to you this weekend, and thank, thank you once again. If you would like, I can put you back on hold to continue listening. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Hey, you're welcome. You as well. Nice to be with you, Eileen. Peace. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm on a roll, y'all, and I do see another hand up. So let me get to one more hand before we jump into the week ahead. I know y'all are itching for those solar new moon eclipse and Pisces um, horoscopes. I'm I'm utilizing horoscope. I'm trying out. Y'all know. I've been pretty consistent with the dark pixie astrology, but I'm trying out um, horoscopes from darkastrology.com this week. Shout out to my astrology coach, the original website, uh, go-to website for the Inner Peace Lighthouse 
uh, radio channel. Um, stay connected to myastrologycoach.com by all means. Um, but I'm serving up some horoscopes this week from a new site, and uh, I encourage y'all any website I mention on here, including mamadataastrology.com, uh, to patronize them, donate to their site. I don't care if it's $5. I do it all the time. It makes a difference, and energetically, if you have the nerve to patronize a site regularly, if you have the nerve to listen to Mama Dada Astrology regularly every week, it is it's like y'all know I do not want to liken it to church or anything like that, but it's the same, a similar idea to where you're simply just saying thank you energetically. That's why if it's a dollar, five dollars, three dollars, we just appreciate you being around because this this is the kicker and this is what this is also a season to remember to be appreciative for what you already have. I think that's every season <laughs> because what you appreciate, it expands. Have you ever noticed that when you appreciate somebody in your life, it makes them want to do the stuff for you even more versus they're doing something for you and you're criticizing even that or you're taking advantage of it and you never show appreciation? I'm just admonishing y'all, okay? All right. Caller from the 314. Oh, that's me. Madonna, peace. Hi. Peace, how are you? I'm wonderful. Who's on the line? My name is LaShonda. Hi, LaShonda. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, What Um, brings you um, to the show today? (laughs) Okay, um... First of all, I I found you maybe about a month, maybe around the beginning of the year, and I just really, Mm -hmm. I don't know what has kind of drawn me to astrology. I've always been interested in my sun sign, but as I got deeper into it, I want to go about getting my chart read. And so Mm -hmm. it just so happened just today, I've been learning how to read my own chart because I ordered it from somebody in the States. They sent it to me, and I didn't like. I didn't know what I was reading, but I'm learning, and so I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take a lot of time, but I'm no, very interested fine. in it. So I did just sign up for your your challenge. I just signed up for it. Um, Woo-hoo, I we got our first signing. Good congratulations, oh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well. And well, I'm so I, excited been, for you. Uh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, please finish. Oh no, no, no! I'm just saying it. Just it's really. Um, I, I just found out today because I've really been on this thing about my life purpose, and I just found out my north node was in Pisces, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking that I, I'm thinking that my life. I mean, the more I, I got to get into it some more, but I'm just I'm wondering is that what's drawing me to astrology and like um i mean i've joined so much stuff and this is all like really been happening it's been picking up like since september of last year it's like i've been awakening and it's just going you know it is and i'm excited about it really i am i'm just so excited about it but i'm really interested in joining thank you and i'm really interested in joining your mama's babies i gotta get my, my my coins right but I'm really interested okay. in just. Okay. I, I wanted to ask okay. you though, um, as a member of that, do you help us read the birth chart, or you just do the reading on it? 
No, no, no. My mama's babies are becoming uh, very adept at recognizing. That's what I'm saying. When they start telling me what alignments uh-huh. are coming up in their chart, that's when I know they okay. they didn't caught on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, every week. Okay. I'm 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 utilizing the picture of your chart and I'm g- giving terminology to it so you can begin to pick out the. Uh, the glyphs, which are the pictures that symbolize the different energies like Venus and Mars, as well uh-huh. as the, with the weekly reports where I actually spell uh-huh. it out in words and you're rec- starting to recognize these words with the energies that are represented oh. by things like Venus and Mars. So, oh, oh yes, okay. my, my, the, that's one thing about my mama's babies. I am... Huh. Raising up some little astrologers, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. So okay, I'm so happy and thankful. And now, LaShonda, did you just hear Eileen say that her North Node is in Pisces, too? I, you know, I was listening. I, I didn't hear her say it was in Pisces. I heard her say something about a North, a North Node, but I didn't hear her say in Pisces. The caller and right I, before, and this, go ahead, please. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go right ahead. Well, no, I was just going to mention that uh, this always tends to kind of happen, that I I hear from a cluster of people with these similar placements in their chart, and the fact that y'all's North Node is in Pisces is significant. Let me tell you why. This is the last solar eclipse in Pisces for however many, I don't know, hundreds of years from now. But there's been a series Uh of eclipses that, kept going in Pisces and Virgo. Virgo is right across from Pisces, so they're related by an opposition. And so for all intents and purposes, a lot of y'all, a lot of Pisces, a lot of people with North Node in Pisces, they're kind of feeling this energetic sense of this is the last time around for however long from now. I got to make this count. I got to make this work. You said yourself, you've been signing Uh up for all kind of stuff here lately. Yep, (laughs) I have. Soul. North North Node speaks of your soul's mission, and something in your soul is telling you this is it. You got to do oh. it now or never. And so oh, I'm God. I'm looking so for no, not in the not in that. That's the Pisces fear. No, you trust that this is the time for you to embark upon the life of your dreams. And that does and that does not warrant an oh no. That warrants a yay, yes, finally, it's my time. Yes, that's something yes. to get excited oh. over. You, that's yes, why when you ma'am. said you signed up, I said, oh yeah, she ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so, I am. I'm yes. so ready. I'm so ready. I was listening to you last week when you were saying that. You know, I've always, like I said, I've always been interested in astrology, but. It, I was going to church and all that, and I've always been told exactly. that, you know, astrology is like witchcraft. Don't don't mess with it. Don't yep. fool with it. But the closer I get to it, I feel like it's feeding my soul. <laughs> like, oh, I just feel so good. Like, I'm coming home. So, yes. okay. Yes. Okay, this sounds good. Okay. Yes, you you hooked up with the right one because those are, that sounds like my story and those are my sentiments exactly. I've got to uh, I, what I'm going to do. What's your sun sign, Lashonda? It's Leo. Leo. Oh, all these mm-hmm. fire signs. We are we are uniting 
and it's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> thing. I'm so happy, so, so happy to talk to you today, LaShonda. I encourage you to listen out for the horoscopes that are coming for the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces. That's going to go a long way to put you in the frame of mind of this one particular area where Ooh. a lot of your focus and attention should can go to to where it can position you where you want to be for the next six months. So if you don't mind, I'm going to record no. your number. And you said you um, just signed up. So, yep, you said you just signed I mean, up. So that means thank you, by the way, uh, for um, further details about the challenge coming up and as well just to connect with you in case you have any other questions or concerns that I can help you out with, okay? I, I do. I'm sure you do. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, LaSonda. All right. Okay. Yay. It's on, y'all. It's on the waves. Y'all catching the wave. This is not about me getting $9 for for to for 21 days of helping you with accountability, helping you with encouragement, helping you with daily information to, um, to assist you along this 21-day journey. It's so much bigger than that, y'all. When I got excited that she signed up, I'm getting excited for her. I'm getting excited for her like I'm getting ex- like I've been excited for me. <laughs> so, you know, um, like I was saying a, a show or two ago, for all of us who may not have necessarily been doing this season the way that we could have or should have these last 21 days, Look, we're going to show ourselves, our higher selves. We're going to show. We're going to show better than we can tell. I just got through telling y'all, Pisces season is not the season for words. That's not how you're going to make your impact. We're going to utilize words on our little checkoff sheet. We're going to write down the things that we're avoiding. Uh, like I told, I don't know if I told y'all, I'm going to do. Like I've I've already filled mine out. Like I said, I'm already I've already started. Uh, Write down the things that we're avoiding for the last 21 days of the winter season as we lead into spring season. And we're also we're doing 10 of those things, and we're also going to do 13 things. Plus, if you're inspired to do more, go ahead. There's a space on the PDF and the Word document, PDF file and the Word document to write in 13 things. Not that we're going to avoid. We're doing 10 of those. We're going to do 13 things that we're going to attract. Ah, why are we doing it that way? You'll notice on the sheet where it says avoid, it says slash end, like Pisces is about endings. Twelfth house is the final and last ending house. So that's where the avoid and end comes from because we're, as of this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces, Pisces is still about endings, even though new moons are about beginnings. We're doing beginnings in a sign that's about endings. So they're just as valid, okay? We got 10 things we're going to avoid or end. Like, for instance, one of mine is eating fast food. Any restaurant with a drive through window, ending it. Uh, it's coming to an end. It's over. No more. That's just one of mine. I got 10 of them. I've already filled mine out. Now, when it comes to the uh, 13 things that we're going to attract, over the next 21 days, or begin, or start. There's 13 spaces for that. For everything that you avoid or end, I want you to replace it with something in the attract 
section or begin that is going to fill that space, right? So since I'm not going to restaurants with a drive through window anymore, I have put in my attract section that I am going to enjoy more whole fast food. You can't get much faster than grabbing you an, a navel orange and peeling it and eating it on site. That's faster than waiting in the line at the drive through That's the real fast food right there. Okay, so I'm, I'm already, everything in my attract section is an answer to or it fills in the void of everything I'm ending or avoiding in my avoid or end section, okay? And with that, y'all, we're getting into this new moon solar eclipse. Everything I can really, the main things that I can tell you about this solar eclipse new moon in Pisces have to do with things I've already told you about, Okay. Uh, the main planetary body that's connected with this um, eclipse is the very energy that governs Pisces, which is Neptune, okay? Um, we've got the sun and the moon already conjunct and together in the sky conjunct Neptune. This is the exact alignment I was born under. I was born at a new moon that was conjunct Neptune just like this one, Okay. And so there's nothing really new I can tell you. I can continue to reemphasize to you, especially as it relates to the influence of um, the sun conjunct Neptune, and shout out to the astrology king that keeps consistently giving the main highlights and points of these lunations on a consistent basis. I love donating to their site. They just, I never want them to go away. So I send them, you know, a few bucks here, a few bucks there just to say we appreciate y'all for just, uh, paying your uh, website bill every month and uh, continuing to provide valuable info. But with the sun on Neptune, that's talking about the sensitivity, okay? That's talking about the empathy and the intuition. Um, this is where, this is something, since it's the aspect of my natal chart, sun conjunct Neptune, this is, uh, I can speak on this from experience where under this influence of this transit, and especially from the aspect of having it natally, it's important to set boundaries. You hear me? That's why I came out and told y'all, you cannot engage with low vibrational entities right now. This ain't the time. If you know somebody that's a liar, if you know somebody that's got a lot of drama always going on, confusion and chaos, avoid them. Put them on your list. I had to put somebody on my list of things to avoid for 21 days. I can see this person, but I don't need to keep company with this person. Meaning, if we have necessary business to handle, cool. We need to do a drive-by, handle business and keep it moving. But as far as keeping company, me relaxing in their presence, uh, breaking bread with them, eating in their presence, no. Nope. It's too sensitive of a time. And when you consider that the astrology of this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces can be read into the next six months, then we I got a long time to put this into practice, a lot longer than 21 days. But I'm telling y'all, this 20 it takes 21 days, it is commonly said, to begin or end a habit. That's why we got things to avoid and things to attract on the same list. 
because just as long as it takes you to get rid of a habit, keeping company with low vibrational people is just as long as it will take you to start a good one. So I told you all, for everything we're avoiding, we're um, putting something in its place to attract or begin. So because I'm, not, I'm, I'm no longer going to be keeping company with, uh, you know, people that I know vibrating on these lower manifestations of Neptune and all kind of different energies, um, then in my attract or begin uh, section, I put that I am going to enjoy the company of those who honor who I am. And I'm, uh, in my avoid, I am going to keep away from those who dishonor and disrespect who I am. No, that's a boundary, y'all. Sun conjunct Neptune says set some boundaries which will allow you to enjoy a sense of togetherness, okay? Boundaries keep the energy that you don't want out, and it keeps the energy that you do want close to you, okay? Um, Neptune is also, of course, about selflessness. When you put up boundaries, you don't have to be concerned that somebody's going to take advantage of you because you keeping the people that you know have the propensity to take advantage you out of your circle in the first place. So the ones that you have allowed in consciously and purposefully, you don't have to be scared. You can let yourself just go. You can unconditionally love them and receive unconditional love from them. You can be selfless with them and not scared that you're going to come out on the losing end. Okay? So, uh, of course, Neptune governs spirituality uh, as well. So, and even um, spiritual subjects or occult subjects, hidden subjects like astrology um, are better understood through this higher perception, intuition, and awareness that we have access to, okay? So that's why last week's show, this week's show, riddled with people interested in their personal astrology, the general astrology of what's going on right now, because Neptune, getting, the sun getting closer to Neptune, and that sun being close to Neptune being a pivotal part of this solar eclipse new moon in Pisces astrology means that here over the next six months, this is a really good time to initiate study into um, spiritual subjects. If, if it's not going to be astrology, look, Tarot, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, I know spirit is leading me to get my first tarot deck. I've been using the card. I've been using playing cards for a while, and my cards, <laughs> my cards don't lie. They have never lied. They stay on point. <laughs> I just did a read card reading for somebody today. I mean, and the one, the person I did a card reading for today, I did a card reading for about a week or two ago. And this person lost one of their electronic devices, and I pulled cards on it. On it. I said, okay, I asked the cards, are they going to find their electronic device? Are they going to get it back? Every, I pulled four cards. Every one of those four cards was in the affirmative, yes, right? And so uh, they ended up, I told you all Pisces season is the season where you can lose objects and forget stuff, so uh, they did end up losing another device, and uh, I pulled, got the full cards on that as well, which it, it ends up in the affirmative. I asked it a couple of different ways, um, but it looks like that this person, you know, could be learning a spiritual lesson through either losing the item that they most recently lost or 
repetitively or consistently or, uh, you know, losing a, a second or another item. So, you know, to Neptune, uh, when it comes to spiritual spirituality, it's not just limited to astrology. It's not just limited to tarot or the cards. It's not. It could be a pendulum. You may be find that over the now and over the next six months that you get closer to your spirituality through crystals, that you get closer to your spirituality through meditation and prayer, that you get closer to your spirituality through affirm, daily affirmations. That's another powerful thing to be doing right now, y'all. Like I said, the framework of who you know you are and what you believe is so powerfully strong right now. If you believe that you're a loser, you're going to manifest things that are in alignment with that. If you believe that you are God, God is absolute in the flesh, then you're going to manifest in accordance with that truth and that alignment, okay? Um, the moon conjunct Neptune, also with the sun conjunct Neptune, uh, escapism, like I said, all escape. you can escape. You don't have to get drunk to escape. You can escape through movies. You can escape reality through a, a fantasy a fantasy novel, okay? You can escape reality by just going into the park and laying on your um your uh mat or whatever and just sunbathing. Okay? Uh with moon conjunct Neptune, it brings in your emotions, okay, and your mood. And so it's we're going to be emotionally sensitive. Um uh psychic, definitely psychic. Uh, compassionate, okay, and empathetic uh, with people. That's why you have to make sure your boundaries are set up because you don't want to be compassionate to the wrong mofo. You don't want to be empathetic to a narcissist because they're going to roll over you like a freaking dump truck. They don't give a dat gum about your empathy. They're going to they're going to feed off of your compassion and empathy until you are drained to no end and no good to anybody, including yourself. That's why it's a it's not the time to play around with low vibrational entities. Don't do it. It's not the time to play around with people with mental illnesses. Don't do it. You better act like you know who you're fooling with, and you better act like you know what they're bringing to the table energetically and emotionally because it, this is the time where it can really affect you, okay? Um, there's a healing energy uh, with Neptune and especially with the moon conjunct Neptune. So um, with us having such access to emotional sensitivity, self-awareness, empathy and compassion, uh, we could really be, it it could put us in a position uh, for our selflessness to do somebody some good. Um, People who have been truly victimized or truly outcast, um, to be of assistance to them emotionally, um, and to uh, and that emotional co- comfort, uh, having a healing quality to it. You know, just if you if you come across somebody, put up your boundaries by all means. I remember a time I was um, going to uh, I was I was still going to church at the time. This was years ago, and I had pulled into the gas station, and a lady walked up to my window begging. I I had learned long ago, you know, don't really give them cash and all this stuff, but I had food. I had food that I hadn't even touched. 
from a restaurant I ate at where I had I used to split it. I used to get half of it automatically put in a to-go box and eat the other half at the restaurant just because the portions would be so big. And so I had food, and I went. I I turned from the window to reach into the passenger seat to pick up the to-go box to hand it to her. Meanwhile, she reaches the top half of her body into my car over my body and steering wheel to go for my purse to grab it and take it. I I got off of my brakes, put the car in gear, stepped on the gas, and I really didn't care how it went. She was the one that jumped off in my car. I knew I was getting the heck up out of there because, you know, I don't trust myself like people. because I don't play fair. If I, that's why I don't fight. Because I feel like if I fight, I'm fighting for my life. And I'm not. If it's gonna be me or you, it's definitely not gonna be me. <laughs> so my point is, this is, I should have had boundaries. And I've since learned when there's someone approaching my vehicle that I don't know, don't let the window all the way down because they can jump in. Let give the just give about an inch so you can hear what they have to say, if that, because a lot of times you can hear them through the window. Make sure my doors are locked. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that where it's like those are the boundaries. My, I'm setting up boundaries by making sure my door is locked. I'm setting up boundaries by only cracking my window instead of rolling it all the way down. Then I can be fully present and compassionate and empathic. Because it had I let the window just a slither of the way down it, you know, are you hungry? Would you like something to eat? Likely she would have said, now knowing that she was just after money or just after my purse, she would have probably just said, well, no, I'm good. Or are you sure you don't have any cash or whatever, you know? So that's what that, that's just an example of how setting up boundaries is not a crime, People may not like it. I'm here to tell you right now, I've been practicing it all week, and I go hard setting up my boundaries because I can't play with nobody. I can't play with people like that. You can't play with this energy. This is the, Pisces is the energy where fear lies, where self-undoing lies, where institutions like jails and prisons lie, and, and – uh, and uh, psych wards and mental institutions. You cannot play around. You have to, that's why I say you have to trust your gut. You have to know yourself so you can even know your gut, the voice of your gut, the voice of your intuition, the voice of your higher self when it says, no, don't roll your window all the way down. She may not want what she's saying that she wants. Um, there are some minor aspects, but I'll skip it for now, uh, just because, like I say, I really want y'all to, to win this, uh, I mean, we're talking about the next six months of our lives. It's pretty significant. Uh, I will wrap it up, uh, in summary, um, like I said, Neptune is the main thing since sun and moon are conjuncted, this lunation, um. Uh, astrology King mentions that uh, remaining true to your morals and beliefs, I've already spoken on beliefs, what do you believe is vitally important? 
once your hopes and dreams are realized. Come on, I titled the show Dreams Coming True. I hadn't even read this yet. Any good fortune is intrinsically tied to your spiritual development. It's so the people that are having a difficult time with Pisces season, I can tell you right now, they probably hung up on material things. Season don't make a lick of sense to somebody who's hung up on the material and the physical. Because what they may not realize is that before things manifest in physical reality, they first are initiated in the spirit realm, in the realm that you can't see, the realm of thought, the realm of dreams, the realm of sleep, the realm of affirmations, the realm of meditation, the realm of compassion, the realm of spirituality, the realm of forgiveness, the realm of acceptance, things that you can't see, but by the time they manifest in physical, you can, you'll be able to see, oh, that made a difference. It made a difference that I, that I have compassion instead of riddled with, being riddled with fear. It makes a difference what level I am vibrating Neptune on. It goes on to say uh, excessive lust, greed, or selfishness will see any benefits erased. It is not a game. This is not playtime. You cannot play around. You have to be committed to what you believe. It does matter what you believe about yourself and others. And it does matter if you have proper boundaries in place when dealing with yourself and others. That's why we have the avoid and the end list because we're setting up boundaries. I'm putting a boundary in front of any restaurant with a drive through window. Why? Because I want to punish myself? No. Because I want to reward myself. I want to live and bask in the overflow. I don't want to deal with diabetes and heart problems and stroke and cancer. That's not a punishment that I can't eat fast food anymore. I am hooking myself up. That's the kicker. Because I believe that I am priceless and valuable, and I believe that it matters what I put into my body. And I believe that if I align what I put into my body with what lifestyle and dreams that I say that I want to come true in my life, that I just might see the manifestation of them. I can't do that if I continue to eat swine. I can't do that if I continue to eat processed food. I can't do that if I continue to eat GMOs. I can't do that if I continue to riddle my body with excessive sugar that it can't break down and digest. What you believe matters right now. What you align yourself, what energies you align yourself with matters right now. Are those low vibrational entities that you're putting into your body when you eat three times a day that vibrate on the level of death and destruction and evil? Or are those high vibrational entities that are nutrient-dense that, that vibrate on the frequency of life that I'm putting into my body, okay? This is, it's, we're doing simple practical steps, but we're initiating things first in that spirit realm, first in Pisces season, first in, in the realm of the imagination and what we 
say we believe by way of affirmations and the way that we live our life, the way we affirm ourselves or disaffirm ourselves through the way we live our lives. And it wraps up by saying, uh, worse than that, the interconnectedness highlighted by the solar eclipse February 2017 astrology means that your loved one would also be adversely affected by the error of your ways. I'm not preaching to y'all. I'm spitting spiritual facts. No religion involved. All right? So let's get into these horoscopes. I'm I'm about to hook y'all up so y'all will know which way to go. Got 30 minutes left. Let's do it. Pisces, we're going to start out with y'all. Y'all know if there's a lunation in a particular sign, we always start out with that sign. Pisces never get to be, rarely gets to be first. But your first today, mama's babies that are Pisces, I love y'all. I see y'all. I Like I told y'all, I feel like it's my birthday right now. So I really hope all mama's Pisces are soaking up the sun, enjoying the lavish, blissful fullness that is Pisces season if you're not holler at your Mama Dada, and we're going to work it out because I'll show you where you just it's, just, it's just a matter of an adjustment of your perspective to where you can see the higher manifestation of energy instead of the lower one, okay? So get with me if you need. Pisces, the February 26th solar eclipse in your very own personal first house is very much like a rebirth. For all of my Pisces, like I said to LaShonda, this is the final eclipse in Pisces for probably the rest of your life. That's why it feels real significant if you're a Pisces. That's why it might feel like a rebirth because it's a solar new moon. So, yes, it may be the final, last one of its kind, but it's also setting off the next six months to a year, and depending on what cycle you're in, even longer ahead especially if you're a Pisces. This is a seed moment. I always tell y'all about the new moons. This is the time to plant seeds, initiate new things, uh, and set new intentions. This is a seed moment, Pisces, where you can really make some powerful manifestation magic in your life. Be careful what you wish for. Because any strong intentions made at this will really grow. That's for everybody, but especially Pisces, because that's why I said I call this show Dreams Coming True, 21-Day Challenge Participants. I've been excited because I already know everything I want coming true. I'm just, I'm already excited for it. I'm already thankful for it. I'm already happy for it. I'm already living like it. I'm already talking to other people like it. I'm already handling business that I know is going to come up when it happens like it. Uh, This is the dawn, Pisces, of a new cycle for you, a reboot from the cosmos that will shake you up so much that you will also find a domino effect on other foundational areas. Pisces is hitting up your house of self, but you may also see in your other foundational areas like home and family, like partnerships and relationships, and like career and life direction and goals uh, being affected as well, okay, Pisces? Um, 
that means changes will affect also your family life, career, or calling, and your relationship if you have one. We all have partnerships and relationships. It is not just romantic relationships that um, the seventh house, the other foundational house, uh, represents. Pisces, this is probably the most powerful eclipse you could ever have in your life. I just got to telling you all that, Pisces. But more especially if the eclipse will actually conjunct the ascendant. I can let you know if that's the case, Pisces. Just contact me. Um, in that case, it will be life-changing. If you happen not to be ha- too happy with the way things have turned out for you so far. Um, sun is in your deacon, Pisces. That just means it's birthday time. Happy, 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 happy solar return. You will find it easier to express your identity and be yourself. The focus is now on you and your goals for the year ahead. Time to draw a line under the previous year. You may be drawing a line under the previous, your whole life before now, Pisces. Um, and to make a confident, fresh start, individuality and expression of that comes easier because it is the self that is in focus. The extra energy is put to best use by expressing what you want, Pisces, what your goals are, and getting the ball rolling. This is the best transit of all for setting new goals. Okay, Pisces, take full advantage. Don't miss out. It's it's time to shape your destiny for your next six months. This is the time to do it. Gemini, Mama's Gemini's, the solar eclipse for you uh, is in another foundational house. For you, it's that 10th house of career, life direction, ambitions, goals, and it could prompt you, especially if it's really close to your midheaven, it could prompt you to make a life-changing career move. You are compelled to advance your status in the world and could feel dissatisfied in your job If it doesn't provide the opportunity to climb the ladder of success, Gemini, you desire recognition for your talents. And if you do not feel they are being seen, then some events could occur, eclipse-worthy events, uh, where you are thrust unfairly into the shadows. This will leave you feeling all the more frustrated. The sense of resentment is a powerful spur to make you far more proactive in your quest for recognition. Okay, my Geminis and my Sages, listen up. Y'all have the sun, especially my Deacon 2s. Uh, for Gemini, that's May 21st to 31st, and Sag, that's uh, my November 22nd to my December 1st. Um, sun square your Deacon or your sign in general uh, can represent a crisis in confidence, okay? That's why it may be something challenging or testing that spurs you on to turn a corner or be proactive in making the changes necessary in your quest to reach your goals um, uh, or for recognition. Uh, But it's because of these challenges from events or other people, most often from men or bosses or teachers, uh, your ego is on the line. You may feel like your ego is on the line or you're coming under pressure from others through arguments or challenges to your authority. This is not the time to push ahead, okay? Gemini and Sag, it's not the time to push ahead. If you're meeting with challenges here leading up to the 26th and within the, the, uh, the next, I'd say, month and a half or definitely by the end of March, um, don't push ahead. But hold on to what you have. Your approach right now, Gemini and Sag, is a defensive one. 
Let people go off. Let people clown you. Let people start arguments and test you and challenge you. They're testing and challenging you to prove who you are. Hold what you got. Stay on your square. Stand your ground. If, it, if it's, if it's uh, re- really and truly what you want, if it's in alignment with your dreams and what you want to attract or begin, hold what you got. Don't let nobody move you from your spot, okay? And don't, but don't get angry about it either. It's, when you see the tests and challenges, Gemini and Sag, no, that's, that's, that's your uh, uh, hint, your uh, alert that you're on the right track. So don't get mad. Get glad. The tests and the trials, they come to prove you. The tests and the trials, they come so you can build on it. It's a good thing. Sagittarius, mama's babies that are Sagittarius. Y'all are having a fourth house, foundational house, the house of family and home and your emotional support and the way you and what you feeling at home within yourself, your firm, strong emotional foundation at your core. Okay, Sag? Um, it can be a life-changing event. This is an emotional water house, okay, Sag? It is all the more potent if it triggers any personal planets in this house of your roots, of the father, of property. It could be the mother, whichever was the nurturing parent. Uh, What this period will bring up for you, Sag, then, is any childhood wounds that have not been addressed. If you had a dysfunctional upbringing, then this period can be very challenging. Events in your daily life can bring up long-buried feelings seemingly from nowhere in the next six months. It may be very helpful to take a trip somewhere that is meaningful to your ancestors. Fourth house is the house of where you come from, uh, your root, events. um, It is important, Sagittarius, to go somewhere relatively unspoiled and solitary so you can have some quiet contemplation with the land. You may actually move house especially if this eclipse falls very close to the IC or the fourth house cusp itself. Let me keep it moving, y'all. i got to get these in for y'all. we got just about 25 minutes left. I'm not going to leave any sign hanging. Virgo, for you, uh, romantic relationships or lack of them are given a great cosmic shot in the arm by this solar eclipse, okay? This can work out in a myriad of ways. The shot can have you instantly feeling incomplete and empty, Virgo, until you get your next hit. That means the next six months could have you constantly pining for your mystical other half. All this yearning might actually have you doing something to rectify that solo situation, okay? You may be spurred on as it relates to relationships something you might not have been motivated to do before. Therefore, it really could be that the classic eclipse in the house of marriage actually does bring a marriage, or at least a marriage of sorts. You could also form a partnership that could be life-changing in terms of a business also, Virgo, okay? Legal contracts are highlighted, so important deals can be signed during this time. Also, Virgo, you're dealing with the sun opposition, okay, especially my Deacon 1s born August 23rd to September 2nd. Uh, sun opposite your sign or your Deacon can be a difficult time because your ego may get in the way of achieving what you want. Competitors and enemies can oppose your efforts and challenge who you are. 
so you may feel like you have to fight to express your true identity and to reach your goals. You may have to tone down your self-assertion and think about what you are really trying to achieve and if it is the best option for you, all right? Uh, there's a perfect balance here, Virgo, okay? The oppositions I've learned over time are daggum, they're just like conjunctions. So there's a, whether you're dealing with an opposition or a conjunction, you're being called to balance the energies. That seventh house, Virgo, is about others, and I want you to balance that out with self. There is no other without the self. So if you make sure you're on point, you're practicing the extreme self-care and loving yourself and making sure that you're good, it's, and, and making sure, especially with this sun opposition, that you are expressing your true identity, Virgo, and you are... Um, fighting to reach your goals, then it, everything else is going to balance itself out, okay? If you're having issues on one end, put some energy on the other. If you're having issues or a difficulty or confusion or complaints when it comes to others, put that in energy and focus on yourself, and I promise you that alone is going to balance those energies out. Get with me. I've got my, my contact information and the episode information if you need some more uh, specific details on how to do that uh, and that are personal to you. Okay, Virgo, I, I'm here for for us all to win because this is this is major. It's affecting our next six months, so we can't get caught slipping. Cancer, uh, for you, uh, your house of philosophy is being triggered. The ninth house of Sag of optimism and positivity and luck. So. Uh, and beliefs. It could trigger a crisis for you um, in morals and ethics. You will be prompted to address your life code and the standards uh, which you live by. Events could force you to question the beliefs you grew up with, Cancer, and send um, send you on a quest for wisdom and truth. This search could prompt you to start an education course that at the same time promotes cultural expansion self-awareness, uh, the ninth house cancer is the house of foreigners, um, cultural expansion, self-awareness, and personal growth because it's also the house of higher learning. The study is not simply about gaining qualification further your career, uh, but rather it's about something intangible that alters your beliefs and shifts you out of your programmed assumptions, cancer, about religion and spirituality. All right, perfect. Um, for, let's see, for Cancers and Scorpios, y'all are dealing with the sun trine, okay? This is, it's important that I'm telling you where, what, how the sun is uh, relating to your sign at this time because the sun is half of the eclipse. It's the sun and the moon together. So for Cancer and Scorpio, the sun is trining your energy. That's beautiful. That's what I was talking to Eileen about, the gift that falls in your lap. So uh, this is bringing harmonious relationships, Cancer and Scorpio, because of an inner feeling. That's why I just got through telling Virgo. If you're having problems with the other, focus on that inner feeling. The inner feeling that you have, Cancer and Scorpio, of calm and balance. Your plan should work out well, and your goals can be more easily achieved than at other times. Other people will not stand in your way, Cancer and Scorpio. Y'all have no excuse, and you can expect favors or at least less resistance from others. Career advancement is favored, Cancer and Scorpio, because of an increased confidence and ease, okay? Especially my Cancer is born June 21st to July 1st. 
and especially my Scorpios born October 23rd to November 1st. For my Scorpios, y'all, the the eclipse is happening and impacting your house of fun, okay? And so uh, you're in for an exciting injection of adrenaline. A solar eclipse in this children and pleasure zone could be dramatic in both good and bad ways. It's kind of like letting a very hungry five-year-old loose on a chocolate fudge cake. The sugar rush can be both hilarious or dangerous, depending on where the child is. The same goes for your dear self. New relationships brought into your life by this eclipse, Scorpio, can be giddy and instantly euphoric. The romantic bliss can be so off the scales that you don't even notice you are crossing a busy high road to get to them. The eclipse works like that Instagram filter that blurs out everything around the subject to just focus on their whatever, you know, it's focusing on. So it's it's that too. And then you know you've got the trine um, that I just got through uh, telling you about, Scorpio. So y'all are good. You're having it in a, both you and Cancer are, you know, have uh, having the eclipse occur in some really positive houses, right? Um, Taurus. 11th house for you, okay, the friendship zone. With the eclipse going through your friendship and wishes zone, you should feel motivated to reach out to your fellow human beings, okay, Taurus, at its most basic sense. This means connecting to your immediate friends. You might suddenly feel disconnected and that you do not share the same common interests any longer. Having a shared view about how you can make the world a better place becomes vital. We all benefit from the camaraderie, encouragement, and motivation from our peers, sharing tips on our successes and failures from fellow travelers helps us all advance a lot quicker. For um, Taurus and Capricorn, especially my Taurus is born April 20th to 30th and my Capricorn is born December 22nd to 31st, y'all are enjoying the sun sextile, um, which just gives power of personal expression, Taurus and Capricorn, which helps in self-promotion and the achievement of goals. You should be feeling confident, proud, and enthusiastic. This is an excellent time, Taurus and Capricorn, to make real progress with the things in life that mean a lot to you, work, relationships, and longer-term goals. Capricorn, that should be right up your alley. The eclipse for you is in your student zone, your learning zone. It zaps your brain synapses, Capricorn, and resets all your local connections. Networks that you are plugged into get firewired into action, and your mind becomes hungry for new information. This is the house, Capricorn, of gathering information. At this time, you might decide to embark on an apprenticeship of some kind because it's the house of learning, too and skills and talents, you could actually go back to school or also trades. Um, You could go back to school, Capricorn, or simply be called to initiate some personal study and research. Picking up new skills is highlighted, Capricorn, or maybe relearning something that breaks you out of bad habits. For example, you might join a new local yoga class that retrains the way you have been holding a posture for the better. This could be a time when you become quite obsessed by a new topic, which completely changes the way you write or communicate. All right, Aries, you're next. Aries, you are experiencing the solar eclipse through your 12th house. Why? 
because the next new moon is going to be in your sign. So this is the 12th house season for you. I touched on what that means a little earlier in the show, but more specifically to this solar eclipse new moon, it could seem as if it has slipped by you with no effect at all. Okay, but that's only in your 3D reality. For a great deal, Aries, is simmering below the surface. The only way to find out exactly what is lurking in those depths is by some deep sea diving into your subconscious through a lot of the things I mentioned, 12th house is the house of Neptune and Pisces, so through meditation, through prayer, through acceptance, through forgiveness, uh, through your dreams. Examine those dreams, Aries, and pay attention to what the symbol, what symbols turn up in your waking reality. You may be drawn to certain colors, shapes, animals, or archetypes, and this is telling you a great deal. If all is well in your psyche and soul and you have done enough self-work, then the blurring of boundaries will, give, will just give you a heightened feeling of intuition. Therefore, Aries, the next six months could be a great period for artistic expression as you effortlessly pull music and harmony out of the ether. Leo, Leo, for you, uh, hold on, Leo. My computer's doing what it wants to do right now. I got y'all. I got y'all. I told you I'm not going to let it go without giving y'all y'all stuff. Okay, Leo. Um, it could be very hard to tell what could happen with the eclipse in your house of debt, Leo, psychology, sorcery, and the taboo, because it's meant to be a mystery. Eighth house is kind of like the twelfth house, like I was t- telling Aries. It, for them, it may go by unnoticed. For y'all, it could be a little difficult to perceive because of the eighth house being a mysterious house. So, Leo, one thing is for sure, though, it will highlight the importance of working on your shadow, your shadow self. Sometimes this shadow work happens because we are forced to deal with the unsavory subjects of inheritance, debt, or your partner's extravagant spending habits. These subjects can bring out the very ugliest side of human nature. Much depends on your own soul's evolution, okay, Leo? You may be the kind of person who absolutely relishes in delving deep into occult subject matter like astrology, reading psychology books, or studying the life of psychopaths. If so, then this eclipse will pass like a breeze. But the real issue, the real issue, Leo, is doing your own self-work, your own shadow work. So in your research, you might bump into some of your own demons. Okay. Leo, uh, eighth house is also the house of hidden things. So uh, you may want to read that into that too. I know a Leo that may help them out a little bit. Libra, I got Libra and Aquarius to go. Libra, uh, this solar eclipse eclipse affects you. Oh, how this solar eclipse affects you, Libra, will tell you a great deal about how at ease you are with your daily routine. Are you happy with your day job, Libra, are, and your working hours? Do you get a sense of satisfaction with serving others? Do you feel like the office slave? Have you had trouble saying no to clients and as a consequence been on the treadmill for what seems like forever? The mind-body connection is awakened. As a matter of fact, I really hope Suzanne is listening because this – she didn't know it, or she may have, but this eclipse is actually going through her house of work. So, yeah, that's awesome. 
the mind-body connection is awakened big time with this eclipse, okay, Libra? This ease is exactly what the word says. It arises because your body is unhappy with what you are throwing at it or letting others throw at it. If you don't learn to say no, Libra, then your body itself will have to speak very loudly to compensate. Uh, This means there's a possibility at this eclipse, Libra, that you could suddenly feel burnt out and exhausted or you could get plagued by a cold or a flu uh, one after the other for the next six months. So, uh, Libra, this is affecting your health um, and your daily routine. So if you're a Libra, you sure enough need to sign up for the 21-day challenge because you need to set you a new routine, for the next six months, and something like this where you're having the accountability, where you're getting the daily encouragement, um, if you sign up, then it should really go a long way to help you in those efforts of setting a a routine that you're going to love that will impact you positively for the next six months of your life, if not longer, since this is an eclipse. It's not your everyday average ordinary new moon. It's a new moon solar eclipse, and it's the last one of its kind in Pisces. And last but not least, Aquarius, uh, the effects of this eclipse in your possessions and value zone are variable, okay? Because this is the house of money, people often worry about financial crisis when an eclipse falls here, but there is just a very slim chance and only possible if this eclipse closely aspects a personal planet here in your second house or hits the ruler of this house by a hard aspect. And even if a credit crunch does occur, um, Aquarius, eclipses in your self-worth zone are simply opportunities to see how much you really value yourself. Any financial loss in the next six months might just be a mirror to your own lack of self-esteem. It can be a great wake-up call to start paying attention to your unique talents, all right? And with that, we have wrapped up that portion. we got six minutes left. I'm probably just going to have to dig in on the recap tip next week of some of these alignments that I wanted to go over with y'all that are not only coloring the week ahead but coloring this solar eclipse new moon. Like on Sunday, February 26, 619 p.m. Central, we've got Mars in alignment, direct alignment at 22 degrees conjunct Uranus, okay? Um It's not going to happen next year at all, (laughs) this uh, Mars conjunct Uranus. So this is a pretty rare alignment, and it's going to give you, us all, a strong urge to break out of any. This is a powerful energy to do. Start our 21-day challenge in, y'all. Y'all know I'm excited. Uh, but it's a wonderful influence to uh, break out of any limiting situations in our lives, okay? Um, if, if you're needing change and excitement to spice up your life, this is it. Join the 21-Day Challenge. We're doing it. We're aligning with these uh, transits and, we, and these energies, and we're going to do it. Um, so that's also happening on Sunday the 26th, Monday the 27th. Um, Mars uh, is in opposition to Jupiter, 8.24 a.m. Central. That increases our self-confidence and our desire to win any challenge, even a 21-day challenge. Uh, This means we want more out of life under this alignment, and we're willing to take risks to get there. With the who dares uh, win attitude, we can certainly have our desires fulfilled now and enjoy success. Come on, dreams coming true. I didn't name that show for nothing. I didn't name the show that for nothing. 
Uh, Monday the 27th, 5.08 p.m. Central, the moon does go void as it squares Saturn for 5 hours and 14 minutes uh, in a void moon. Uh, What's that going to be Monday evening? Probably get some good rest. Don't don't initiate anything or, or start anything or meet up with anybody for the first time. Just wrap things up, review things, go over things. Uh, that that uh, happened since the eclipse, the moon being in Pisces, and plan what you're going to do when the moon shifts into the next sign, which is Aries. There on Monday, the day we start our challenge, the moon enters Aries at 10.52 p.m. Central. Wait, why do I not have that? Yeah, 10.52 p.m. Central. And so we're going to be raring to go. Ain't no challenge we're not going to be ready for, even a 21-day challenge. I'm telling you, all I strategically have it to where we start that challenge on Monday. But since it doesn't go into Aries until later that evening, initially you may not feel quite like you in the mind frame of starting a challenge, but you will. It'll it'll get into the, uh, the Aries energy later that day. Um, then we've got on the 1st, on Wednesday, March the 1st, 8.18 p.m. Central, the moon trining Saturn and going void for five hours and 24 minutes. So once again, they're on Wednesday night, just like I believe it was Monday night. Yes, um, it's just the same kind of caveat. You'll probably get some really good sleep that night. And Well, actually, it's only void 8.18 p.m. Okay. Yeah, because it goes into Taurus early while you're asleep that night. So, yeah, same kind of thing going on Wednesday night with that. Also, Wednesday night, 8.44 p.m. Central, the sun aligns with Neptune. I just talked to you all about that alignment, okay? Make sure that versus being in the company of negative types who would drain your energy and leave you feeling depressed, scared, or ill, that it it would be better for you to be alone on Wednesday night, and that not just Wednesday night. I'm I'm talking to y'all about energies that are in a sun is in Pisces with Neptune right now. So mind who you are spending company with. It matters like it ain't never mattered before, and it's gonna matter. It's, it matters right now because it's going to affect your next six months. This is not a joke. It's not a game. Moon, like I said, does finally go into Taurus there on Thursday, March the 2nd at 1.42 a.m. That We're finally going to kind of slow down at that point, okay? We're going to not slow down like stop, but slow down and settle into, slow down and settle into the energy of this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces season, Okay? The next moon we get to after this new moon is going to be the culmination point, the manifestation point. We're going to get to see, did our dreams really come true? Okay. So moon being in Taurus should bring the peace, the serenity, the comfort to kind of relax into, okay, 21-day challenge by the second will be three days in. So you should be feeling like, okay, I got this. I can do this 21-day challenge. I'm not missing no dirty fast food. I'm loving having fresh fruit chopped up, ready, accessible for me just to go grab any time I'm ready for it and packing it and carrying it with me so it will be on hand any time I need it. Taurus is the sign of food and comfort food and, and, and comforting yourself 
comforting yourself with things that are giving you life, Venus fools that. So it's, it's value in it, value, food that, that add value to you instead of devalue you, okay? We're running out of time, y'all. We have literally seconds left. I got you all the way Thursday of next week. And so anything else, of course, you know, when I get on the line Wednesday, I'll take y'all the rest of the way. You know I'm not going to leave y'all hanging. I wanted to make sure y'all got these Eclipse horoscopes. And if you want to uh, contact me, I can help take you even a little bit further. So check out the episode information for the 21-Day Challenge sign-up. It is not too late to get the Eclipse Wisdom Specials. You can get those through the end of March. It's never too late to subscribe, become a mama's baby. I appreciate all the Astro Love gifts y'all just send just to say thank you and appreciate me for showing up every week. You can connect with me um, through one-click access and the Interviews Lighthouse website as well as last week's show. I love y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! 21 day challenge (laughs) see y'all next week peace